Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 12. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home and many were gathered together so that there was no room for them, not even about at the door. He was preaching the word of God. And they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above. And when they had made an opening, they let him down through the pallet on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Child, your sins are forgiven. I'd like us to talk about that. I want us to talk about the, the beauty of having good friends. The beauty of keeping good company. The grace of knowing that you have someone in your corner, in your circle. The grace of knowing that someone will do anything that they can for you. And the realization that you're not alone. I love the concept that Jesus has just come to Capernaum and is preaching. And everybody has come. The house is full. But there was this person who also has come but is being brought to the Lord. Now, it is amazing that the author tells us about Jesus, about the crowds, about the paralytic, with his friends, and obviously there are some who complain, but that's not the most important thing at the moment. But we know of Jesus preaching and whatever he is doing, with inverted commas, it's being disturbed by the entry of the paralytic. I love that the, the friends who are carrying him, when they came at the door and they realized they can't go any further, they were at the breaking point. They were at the turning point. They were at the crossroads. Either they drop him there or they go back home with him or they push. What, what, what will your friends, what will they have done? Your colleagues, your family, Will they just leave you and say, well, we did all that we could? Will they take you back and say, well, there is no option, there is no way out? Or will they look for an alternative? What would I do? When I'm caught in that situation... Will I say, well, I've done all that I could? 
obviously, which is the bare, bare minimum, minimum. Then I brought you to Jesus, but you could see there was the crowds. And so that means I acknowledge the crowds, I acknowledge the hindrance, and I'm willing to sit comfortably and say, surely you understand. Or do I easily give up and say we've done all that we could, humanly speaking, and so let's just fold the tables, pack our bags, and go home? Or do we take the third option? And say, so I'm not dropping him here. I definitely am not going home with him like this. I need him to see Jesus. That's an important thing. That's the amazing thing. The crops are there. The crowds are preventing the four men from going through the door, from going through the normal way. Just briefly, what could the crowds represent in your life? The crowds could be fear, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, not knowing what's going on, not wanting to get involved. Those could be the crowds. Doing the, the, the bare minimum, doing that which I say is expected of me. And so at every push that I get, I bow easily and I go home. But I see the friends who acknowledge the crowds, who acknowledge the hurdles, who acknowledge the difficulties, who acknowledge the challenges, but who refuse to give up. And I hope you have friends like that. I hope you have family like that. I hope you have a partner who will never give up on you, who will call you even when you don't want to be called, who will pray for you even when you can't pray for yourself, who will call life while you're battling for your own life, who will believe in you when you can no longer believe in yourself, that you may be lying in bed, dying, thinking all is done and out and over, and yet your spouse is kneeling in front of God and is demanding God to bring you back alive. That is what I hope you have. Someone who believes in you. Someone who believes in a miracle. Someone who cannot just accept the status quo. Someone who refuses to see you as a statistic. Someone who refuses to give up. I like that concept. They're not willing to drop him and go home. They're not dropping the bait in here. They're not saying we've done all that we can. But there's something else that they're not doing. They're not taking him home. 
They say, this man is not going home like this. I need him alive. I need him saved. And so they go for the third option. They say, let's go up to the roof. Let's whip it open. Do you have people in your life who will go and look for an alternative? For another change, for another thing. And say, you've done all that you could. Can we try something else? Do you have someone who just cannot give up on you? Do you have someone who just cannot give up on your marriage? Do you have someone who just cannot give up on your children? Do you have someone who just cannot give up on you? When everybody else has made an opinion, when everybody else had given us a statement, but I'm not giving up on you. And so as they weep open the roof, and as they lay the man and put him down, listen to what the scripture says. Jesus, seeing their faith, he healed the man. Do you know that there are people, and I know this in my own life, that there are people who are now blessed, not because of their faith, because of the faith of those who brought them to the Lord. Some of us are standing today not because of our faith, but because of the faith of our parents. Some of us are able to do things and stand today, not because of our prayers, but the prayers of the multitudes that have prayed for us. And some will regain their strength and reclaim their lives because of your faith. And so we, we, we join together. We come together as people, as men and women of faith. And we say, yes, it may look difficult. The road ahead may look very rough. The storm is upon us. But oh boy, we're not giving up. I'm not giving up on you until I put you in the arms of God. I'm not leaving you. I'm not dropping the painting. I'm not taking you home. I need to leave you knowing that you're in the arms of God. And I'm taking you home alive. That is what this reading is talking about. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with you, to protect, to bless, and to guide you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.